Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'll be your reader today. Well, today is the start of a new week. It is Sunday, November the 7th, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 3rd of Kislev. And so the new Torah portion for this week is called Vayetze, which means he went out. And today's readings will be Genesis 28, 10 through 22. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Yaakov went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. He came to a certain place and stayed there all night, because the sun had set. He took one of the stones of the place and put it under his head and lay down in that place to sleep. He dreamed and saw a stairway set up upon the earth, and its top reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it, And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham your father, and the God of Yitzhak. I will give you the land you lie on to you and to your seed. Your seed will be as the dust of the earth, and you will spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. In you and in your seed all the families of the earth will be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you again into this land. For I will not leave you until I have done that which I have spoken of to you. Yaakov awakened out of his sleep and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, How awesome this place is. This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Yaakov rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up for a pillar and poured oil on its top. He called the name of that place Beit El, but the name of the city was Luz at the first. Yaakov vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come again to my father's house in Shalom and the Lord will be my God, then this stone, which I have set up for a pillar, will be God's house. Of all that you will give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. That was Genesis 28, 10 through 22. And our portion today from the prophets is Judges chapters 12 and 13. The men of Ephraim were gathered together and passed northward. And they said to Iftach, 
Why did you pass over to fight against the children of Ammon and did not call us to go with you? We will burn your house around you with fire. Iftah said to them, I and my people were at great strife with the children of Ammon, and when I called you, you did not save me out of their hand. When I saw that you did not save me, I put my life in my hand and passed over against the children of Ammon, and the Lord delivered them into my hand. Why then have you come up to me today to fight against me? Then Iftah gathered together all the men of Gilad and fought with Ephraim. And the men of Gilad struck Ephraim, because they said, You are fugitives of Ephraim, you Gileadites, in the middle of Ephraim and in the middle of Manasseh. And the Gileadites took the fords of the Yarden against the Ephraimites. And whenever a fugitive of Ephraim said, Let me go over, the men of Gilad said to him, Are you an Ephraimite? If he said no, then they said to him, Now say Shibolet. And he said, Sibolet, for he could not manage to pronounce it correctly. Then they seized him and killed him at the forts of the Yarden. Forty-two thousand of Ephraim fell at that time, and Iftach judged Israel six years. Then Iftach the Giladite died and was buried in the cities of Gilad. After him, Ibtzan of Bethlehem judged Israel. He had thirty sons, and he sent his thirty daughters outside his clan, and he brought in thirty daughters from outside his clan for his sons. He judged Israel seven years. Ibtzan died and was buried at Bethlehem. After him, Elon the Zvulonite judged Israel, and he judged Israel ten years. And Elon the Zvulonite died and was buried in Ayalon, in the land of Zvulon. After him, Avdon the son of Hillel the Pirathonite judged Israel. He had forty sons and thirty sons' sons who rode on seventy donkey colts, and he judged Israel eight years. Avdon the son of Hillel the Pirathonite died and was buried in Piraton in the land of Ephraim in the hill country of the Amalekites. Now the sons of Israel again did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines for forty years. There was a certain man of Zorah, of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoach, and his wife was barren and childless. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, See now, you are barren and childless, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Now therefore, please beware, and drink no wine nor strong drink, and do not eat any unclean thing. For behold, you shall conceive and give birth to a son. No razor shall come on his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb. He shall begin to save Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his face was like the face of the angel of God, very awesome. I did not ask him where he was from, neither did he tell me his name. But he said to me, Behold, 
you shall conceive and bear a son. And now drink no wine nor strong drink. Do not eat any unclean thing, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Manoach entreated the Lord and said, O Lord, please let the man of God whom you sent come again to us and teach us what we should do to the child who shall be born. God listened to the voice of Manoach, and the angel of God came again to the woman as she sat in the field. But Manoach, her husband, was not with her. The woman hurried and ran and told her husband, saying to him, Behold, the man who came to me that day has appeared to me. And Manoach arose and followed his wife and came to the man and said to him, Are you the man who spoke to my wife? He said, I am. And Manoach said, Now let your words happen. What shall the child's way of life and mission be? The angel of the Lord said to Manoach, Of all that I said to the woman, let her beware. She may not eat of anything that comes of the vine, neither let her drink wine or strong drink, nor eat of any unclean thing. Let her observe all that I commanded her. Then Manoach said to the angel of the Lord, Please stay with us, that we may make a young goat ready for you. And the angel of the Lord said to Manoach, Though you detain me, I will not eat your bread. If you will prepare a burnt offering, you must offer it to the Lord. For Manoach did not know that he was the angel of the Lord. Then Manoach said to the angel of the Lord, What is your name, that when your words happen we may honor you? And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask about my name, since it is incomprehensible? So Manoach took the young goat with the grain offering and offered it on the rock to the Lord. Then he did an amazing thing as Manoach and his wife watched. For when the flame went up toward the heaven from off the altar, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. Manoach and his wife watched, and they fell on their faces to the ground. The angel of the Lord appeared no more to Manoach or to his wife. Then Manoach knew that he was the angel of the Lord. So Manoach said to his wife, We shall surely die because we have seen God. But his wife said to him, If the Lord had desired to kill us, he would not have received a burnt offering and a grain offering at our hand, and he would not have shown us these things, nor would he have told us such things as these at this time. Then the woman bore a son and named him Shimshon. The child grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the Ruach of the Lord began to move him in Machnedan between Zorah and Eshtaol. That was Judges, chapters 12 and 13. And now our portion from the writings, which is Psalm 35. By David, contend, Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my help. Brandish the spear and block those who pursue me. 
tell my soul, I am your salvation. Let those who seek after my soul be disappointed and brought to dishonor. Let those who plot my ruin be turned back and confounded. Let them be as chaff before the wind, the angel of the Lord driving them on. Let their way be dark and slippery, the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For without cause they have hidden their net in a pit for me. Without cause they have dug a pit for my soul. Let destruction come on him unawares. Let his net that he has hidden catch himself. Let him fall into that destruction. My soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like you, who delivers the poor from him who is too strong for him? Yes, the poor and the needy from him who robs him. Unrighteous witnesses rise up. They ask me about things that I do not know about. They reward me evil for good to the bereaving of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I afflicted my soul with fasting. My prayer returned into my own bosom. I behaved myself as though it had been my friend or my brother. I bowed down mourning as one who mourns his mother. But in my adversity they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. The attackers gathered themselves together against me, and I did not know it. They tore at me and did not seize. Like the profane mockers in feasts, they gnashed their teeth at me. Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue my soul from their destruction, my precious life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the great assembly. I will praise you among many people. Do not let those who are my enemies wrongfully rejoice over me. Neither let those who hate me without a cause wink their eyes. For they do not speak shalom, but they devise deceitful words against those who are the quiet in the land. Yes, they open their mouth wide against me. They said, Aha, aha, our eye has seen it. You have seen it, Lord. Do not keep silent. Lord, do not be far from me. Wake up, rise up to defend me, my God. Lord, contend for me. Vindicate me, Lord my God, according to your righteousness. Do not let them gloat over me. Do not let them say in their heart, Aha, we have our desire. Do not let them say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be disappointed and confounded together who rejoice at my calamity. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor who magnify themselves against me. Let those who delight in my vindication shout for joy and be glad. Let them say continually, The Lord be exalted, who delights in the shalom of his servant. My tongue shall talk about your righteousness and about your praise all day long. That was Psalm 35. Today our portion from the Apostles is Matthew 26, 31 through 56. 
Then Yeshua said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me tonight. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter answered him, Even if all will be made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. Yeshua said to him, Amen, I tell you that this night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. All of the disciples also said likewise. Then Yeshua came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to his disciples, Sit here while I go there and pray. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and severely troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass away from me. Nevertheless, not what I desire, but what you desire. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping, and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray that you do not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time he went away and prayed, saying, My father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your desire be done. He came again and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them again, went away, and prayed a third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let us be going. Behold, he who betrays me is at hand. While he was still speaking, behold, Judah, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and clubs from the chief Kohanim and elders of the people. Now he who betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whoever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him. And immediately he came to Yeshua and said, Shalom, Rabbi, and kissed him. But Yeshua said to him, Friend, why are you here? Then they came and laid hands on Yeshua and took him. And behold, one of those who were with Yeshua stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the Kohen Gadol and struck off his ear. Then Yeshua said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all those who take the sword will die by the sword. Or do you think that I could not ask my father, and he would even now send me more than twelve legions of angels? How then would the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? In that hour, Yeshua said to the multitudes, have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to seize me? I sat daily in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But all this has happened that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. 
Then all the disciples left him and fled. Those who had taken Yeshua led him away to Caiaphas, the Kohen Gadol, where the Torah teachers and the elders were gathered together. But Peter followed him from a distance to the court of the Kohen Gadol and entered in and sat with the officers to see the end. Now the chief Kohanim, the elders, and the whole council sought false testimony against Yeshua that they might put him to death, and they found none. Even though many false witnesses came forward, they found none. But at last, two false witnesses came forward and said, This man said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. The Kohen Gadol stood up and said to him, Have you no answer? What is this that these testify against you? But Yeshua held his peace. And the Kohen Gadol answered and said to him, I adjure you by the living God that you tell us whether you are the Messiah, the Son of God. Yeshua said to him, You have said it. Nevertheless, I tell you, after this, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the Kohen Gadol tore his clothing, saying, He has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need any more witnesses? Behold, now you have heard his blasphemy. What do you think? They answered, He is worthy of death. Then they spat in his face and beat him with their fists, and some slapped him, saying, Prophesy to us, you Messiah, who hit you? Now Peter was sitting outside in the court, and a maid came to him, saying, You were also with Yeshua the Galilean. But he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you're talking about. When he had gone out onto the porch, someone else saw him and said to those who were there, This man also was with Yeshua of Nazareth. And again he denied it with an oath, I do not know the man. After a little while, those who stood by came and said to Peter, Surely you are also one of them, for your speech makes you known. Then he began to curse and to swear, I do not know the man. Immediately, the rooster crowed, and Peter remembered the word which Yeshua had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Then he went out and wept bitterly. That was Matthew 26, 31 through 56, and it concludes today's readings. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, You'll be reading Romans 11, 17-36 today, too. Well, that concludes our episode. Thanks so much for listening as we read through the scriptures this year. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time, and Shavua Tov. Music